Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, everybody, to SEC Football and Beyond, as we've got a lot to get to. Always busy on Monday as we do this show Monday through Friday. It is busy five days a week, breaking down college football nationally and obviously giving a weekly update around a different conference each and every day. But it seems like, uh, well, it doesn't seem like it. Uh, I guess it seems like it because it is, because we... Don't do a show on Saturdays and Sunday. No, and don't have any plans to do that (laughs) at this point. Anyway, um, there's that chance for the Saturday and Sunday news to kind of – sometimes it's slow news, sometimes it's busy. So, But a lot to get to to recap around the world of the SEC. And we're going to get into, obviously, uh, draft news. We'll continue with that. Auburn had their pro day. We're going to get into maybe some players that we think might have an impact as freshmen, including one at Arkansas you might be interested in, um, as well as uh, LSU's uh, early um, spring practice reports around the country, some transfer news, um, some coaching news, Kentucky adding a staffer, uh, Ole Miss adding a staffer over the past week, and recruiting news. So, a lot to get to uh, today uh, on SEC Football and Beyond. A reminder that we are here every day, five days a week, and we'd appreciate it if you'd sign up. If you are finding this over at LandryFootball.com, that's great. You can check into the post and see how to go about signing up so it goes right to your phone. You go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and look for Landry Football's Conference Call. That's where you're going to find not only this podcast each and every day, five days a week, but you're going to find a pro football podcast five days a week as well. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, uh, if you're a pro football fan, you're going to love it. A lot of draft stuff, a lot of free agency information going on right now. As Draft stuff, we're probably putting more of that into the college podcast just because the NFL podcast has got so much free agency, but we got all of it covered for you 
over at LandryFootball.com. That's why you want to combine listening to this podcast and the Pro Football Podcast with a membership to LandryFootball.com. It gives you the most in-depth information around the country on the college and pro scene. Everything from recruiting, coaching news, spring practice evaluating, um, pro day evaluations of players in the draft, draft film room nuggets, um, draft meeting information around the league, free agent information. We got it all covered for you in our daily notebooks. But we also have a lot more than that. We have scouting reports. We have uh, free agent boards, recruiting boards, uh, draft boards. We've got it all for you. So you want to make sure that you're on top of things. And the best way to do that is to join LandryFootball.com. And for a um, our scouting season offer, it's uh, the best price we've ever had. And for less than $5 a month, you can get access um, to basically a pro personnel scouting department, a college um, scouting department for less than $5 a month. Where can you go for that? A lot of free content, including these podcasts, so you want to check them out. All brought to you, by the way, by Land- by, uh, by LandryFootball.com, but by more importantly, even 401k generation. Our uh, partners in the podcast and on LandryFootball.com are the experts in financial planning, money management, investments, whatever your needs are on the financial side. Any questions you might have, they can help you today. Um, They're licensed in all 50 states. They can help you in whether it's a downturn market like we currently have. If there are questions, there are concerns, what should you be doing? What type of path should you be on? Um, How much should you have saved at this stage percentage-wise? All of those things they can help you with. So they're licensed in all 50 states, so they can help you wherever you're listening to this podcast in the continental United States. So give them a call, give them a text, and tell them that we sent you. 1-866-998-5879. Got a question? Send it to me right here over at um, LandryFootball.com. Contact Chris, and we will get it to you. All right. So some news around. Um, I'm going to get into um, a couple of things that jumped out at me at the Auburn's Pro Day. Derek Brown did not work out. No real surprise. He's 6'4", 323. Didn't want to go through other testing. We always tell guys, you know, what you didn't do at the Combine do, but what you did do, if you want to do it again and better your numbers, great. If you don't, we don't expect you to do that. So your call. Simple as that. Um, Noah Igobini, the corner. Vertical jump 40 inches at the 40 inches at the pro day, five time 195. Ran the 40 at 448, um, 447. Um, so uh, he's got the athleticism that you look for. Not real polish as a corner, a project, but a guy that can run and somebody that will try to get him at some point over the weekend in the draft, and then put him on 
the developmental squad because that's where he needs to be. Uh, Marlon Davidson, uh, the other outstanding defensive lineman at Auburn, did not take part in the athletic testings as well. At 6'3", 303, uh, so – Made all the sense in the world. If you remember, he ran the 40 and 504 and bench pressed 21 times uh, at the combine. It's, the pro days are really good for guys that weren't invited at the combine or guys that maybe didn't work out very well and gets another bite at the apple, so to speak. The receiver, Will Hastings, ran the 40 and 450 and uh, vertical jump 33 inches and broad jump 9.8. Undersized prospect, 5'10, 175 pounds. Uh, should mention to you, <clears throat> there's a bit of a misunderstanding about these times and workout numbers. There is an assumption that a time is standard, uh, and it's not. It, the times are going to differ depending upon the surface, the environment that they're in. So we have to convert those times. And how do you convert it? How much do you adjust it based upon their workout at their school versus at the combine. And we, you're supposed to convert it to the combine since that's where mo the majority of the players worked out, and it's more apples-to-apples apples comparison. Well, when you do that, <clears throat> it really requires you to have an idea about the surface and how fast the surface is, how slow it is, and you got to make that adjustment. And only experience will get you to that point. Here's the other thing: is there's this misnomer that boy, if you run four three five, that's boy, that's a lot better. That's going to help you a lot more than four four five. No, it's not. What's more important is if you're a receiver, it, it, that you run kind of sub four five or in that four five range. You start to get to where you're more of a four six guy, and you look like a four six guy. That's where it becomes a problem. Being that much faster is just not even icing on the cake. It's it's just it, you're fast enough is the bottom line, or you're not relative to position. So I think there's a lot of misnomers about that. Oh, this guy had he improved and he proved he helped. Well, not necessarily. It just a lot of that's overplayed because they're looking at just numbers and they're not. Um, adjusting the numbers. They're not um, allowing for the differences. You've got to modify the numbers uh, and, uh, and, and, and adjust the numbers based upon um, the surface that they ran. And I think a lot of people miss that. Now, the running back, J.J. Wilson, ran, and most of the, the surfaces on campuses are really, really fast, and that's why they like to run there. J.J. Wilson ran the 40 and 483 at 6'2", 2'39", 36-inch vertical, 9'1", broad jump. Not real impressive and not a guy that's overly impressive on tape. Um, Sal Canella ran the 40 and 4'73", the tight end receiver, H-back type. Not real athletic, 33-and-a-half-inch vertical, 9'4", broad jump, 20 on the bench. Played receiver at Auburn. He's more of an H-back type. Cam Martin ran the 40 in 450. It's fine. You know, 5'9, 187, 29 and a half inch vertical. I thought he'd do more than that. Same with the broad jump at 9'4. Steady player, nothing special, and he's an undrafted free agent type prospect. 
uh, at best. Southern Miss wide receiver Quez Watkins, I've talked about him a lot. You know, he's a very productive receiver, 6 feet, 185. Um, of course, he ran 4.35 at the Combine. You'll you wonder a little bit if he can separate that burst, that 10-yard split's not as good as you'd like. Georgia Southern corner Kendall Vider, um, really he's got good man cover skills when looking at him. And he ran 4.44 in the 40, 39.5-inch vertical as well for him. Uh, a guy that in the league uh, really struggled and a lot was expected and talked about about his prowess heading into the season, including by me, Vanderbilt running back Keyshawn Vaughn, 5'10", 214. Wasn't a good year. Now, you've got to be careful. Um, the talent wasn't good around him. The atmosphere wasn't good around him. And, you know, when you look at him, you have to look not at as to production, but you've got to look at, what is or his transferable skills? You got to look at his numbers. Want to see him work out? That's going to be a big factor. This is a guy that looked on film prior to this year when things were a little bit better, like he could be a running back that could start anywhere in the country. He didn't look that way this past year. So everybody in the league, and when talking about him, I always tell folks, look, this is what we have to decide on him. What do you think? Is she more of this or that? He's going to get his chance. He's going to be on an NFL team. Uh, how well will he do is what we're trying to figure out because that will determine how high he will go and get that chance. Over at Florida, I've mentioned him a few times, but C.J. Henderson's just such a smooth hip corner. Um, I think is very underrated, and when you're going to look back at this draft, of the elite corners that come out of it, this guy's going to be one of them. And I know um, Akuda is is getting a lot of the acclaim. C.J. Henderson's good as anybody. Um, I don't like his ability to play the ball in the air, um, ideally, as well. And I don't think he's great in zone. But, boy, he's got really good instincts on breaking on his routes out of man coverage, the ability to flip his hips and turn and run. He's got the things you can't teach. And as you get to know him a little bit more, it's about, you know, can you get him to improve upon the things that you can teach? Jonathan Grenard was a big-time fine for the Gators this past year. Spent the just one season, 6'3", 263. Began his career at Louisville, obviously. Um, with Dodd Granham, comes over, racks up 52 total tackles, 15 and a half for loss, nine and a half sacks, three force fumble, and 12 starts. He ran 487 in the 40 at the combine, 20 yard shuttle and 434, three cone and 713. Uh, I think he's a 4-3 in, a stand up edge rusher in a 3-4. If you've got that, there's some health questions. He missed the Entire 18 season with a right wrist injury. Um, but the guy's a player. The guy's a really good player. And I think he's going to have a good career um, in the NFL. Arkansas linebacker DeJon Scooty Harris. Scooter Harris. Um, real good two-down run defending linebacker. Six feet, 245. 
really strong, got some instincts, uh, athletically going to be limited on special teams and going to be limited uh, outside of a tackle-to-tackle player. Going to really not be a factor on third downs for you. Memphis receiver running back Antonio Gibson, really underrated size-speed ratio, Um, 4-3-9 in the 40. Guy's got some ability to make some plays and with the ball in his hands. And, you know, you're going to be excited when when I break out the boards and you see the scouting reports on him. I think you're going to really see kind of where he may or may not fit at the next level. Mississippi State linebacker Willie Gay also put up some good athletic numbers. Um, some off-the-field concerns that need to be addressed, but athleticism is going to keep him up pretty high. 6'1", 243. Um, you know, I, I, I just think that, you know, if you believe in the guy and you believe the guy that you can work with him and he's not going to be a problem off-the-field, this guy's very, very underrated. Cole Garrett, Kale Garrett at Missouri, a linebacker underwent surgery to repair a torn pectoral muscle back in October. So he didn't take part in the scouting combine, and he just did all the running drills. When it comes to his on-field potential, um, he's got really good instincts. I'm excited about seeing what he does at the Missouri Pro Day. I think it really could help him because I think this guy's got some natural instinctive qualities, Um, and it looks like he's medically going to check out okay. Over at LSU – Getting drafted as a deep snapper is unlikely but possible. Um, but sticking in the league, it can help. This Blake Ferguson's really good. Wishy he were bigger, 6'3", 229. Um, he was as good a long snapper as it was in college football this past year. So he's going to get a chance, you know, but – you want a guy that's got a little bit more girth. Now, it's not as big of an issue since those guys are uncovered more or they're uncovered because you can't hit them. So that helps a guy like this. This guy can really spin it accurately and get it back there uh, where you need to get it. Uh, Christian Fulton, another LSU product, the corner, 6 feet, 197, 446. 123-inch broad jump, 35-and-a-half-inch vertical jump. Um, I know he had an up-and-down year this past year for LSU. Speedy receivers on long routes can get him, but this guy can pattern match pretty well. And I think he's got a chance to be pretty good, at least be a number two corner in the league. I don't see him as a number one, but I see him as a number two. Getting asked a lot about Jake Fromm. And what's the deal with him? You know, he's performed well in big games. He has. As a college quarterback, I think he's been outstanding. As a pro quarterback, there's a lot of limitations in his game. He's going to have to be in a situation where they can hide some of those physical deficiencies. He doesn't move very well. He doesn't have a great arm. He is adept at reading the field. He's really good with pre-snap reads. Um, He cannot... Uh, throw off platform. He cannot improvise in an improvisational game that we have. He's going to struggle there. And he's got limited arm strength to throw outside the numbers. So he's going to have to just be perfect on reads, 
perfect on getting the ball out on time, and that requires even more of the receiver to be right, to be perfect, the offensive line to be perfect. You know, you saw this at Georgia this past year. There's no doubt that the lack of productivity in the passing game had more to do with the Georgia receivers than anything else. But because Jake's limited, from an improvisational standpoint, you 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 get thrown off schedule and you're not as effective. So, look, you put him in a, a West Coast-style ball comes out. Could this guy do some of the things that Chase Daniel has done for years? Yeah. Is he going to ever be a quality starting quarterback in the league? No. You know, the, the – well, he, you know, he's a championship caliber quarterback and he won a lot of games for Georgia. That's not going to get you anything in the NFL. It's how that transfers, and he's got limitations there. A um, couple more draft thoughts. It's always kind of get into a little bit of film and what's latest. Missouri defensive lineman Jordan Elliott is an effective, effective penetrator. Good initial quickness, 6'4", 302. Can play the one or three technique on either side. I think a top 50 pick probably will be. Um, we know how good Jerry Judy is. He's not only going to start, I think he could have a major impact as a starter because of his, his advanced understanding of route running, superb quickness and speed. Um you know, here's the thing, though. How productive in terms of numbers is going to depend upon where he goes. Who's the quarterback? And that matters. It's a team game. So when we often get asked about players, yes, this is how I see the player. But you're evaluating individual players within the team concept. Concept. So you got to understand that. Some, some transfer portal news. Former Mississippi State redshirt sophomore wide receiver Devontae Jason Transferred to Nickel State, Nickel State in Thibodeau, Louisiana, which is where the Manning Passing Academy is. A lot of my kinfolk from the Thibodeau area or the surrounding areas in Labadeville. Um, has Nickel State's done a really good job. Coach Rebo's done a good job of taking transfers in there. Jason's really good-looking kid. At 6'3", 225, a former four-star recruit, was suspended by Mississippi State for a violation of team rules. Um, didn't appear in the game in his sophomore season. He's got three years of eligibility for the Colonels. This is – I can't tell you how good of a move it is for a program like this. First of all, you can hide some of those off-the-field issues because they're not sitting there – you know, with multiple beat writers covering you at Nickel State, if a kid does something that's not what you becoming of a student athlete, you do that at LSU, you got a problem. He's getting some really good players, and this is another. This is a good one. Former Ole Miss redshirt senior offensive lineman Bryce Matthews has transferred to Liberty. Yes, so Hugh Freeze uh, getting Matthews six six three hundred four star recruit. Um, Never really got a chance to play for Ole Miss the first three years. Couldn't hold on down a starting spot in 19. Because he leaves as a graduate, he's eligible to play without a waiver. He's got one year of eligibility left. <coughs> Transferring Akron redshirt senior Brandon Consul. Take a visit to Auburn on March 28th. Consul, let me tell you a little bit about him, Auburn fans. He's 6'4", 325. 
He entered the transfer portal in mid-February. Um, he took an official visit. Uh, he's uh, going to take an official visit, rather, to, to not only Auburn but LSU, USC, Missouri. Um, he started 24 games, and he's got really good versatility. He's played every position on the offensive line. And this is a good – this is a versatile guy that's a plug-and-play right away, can help you – Really good get for wherever he goes. Auburn, LSU, USC, Missouri. Um, again, not somebody that's going to come in and transform your offensive line. But it's going to be a plug-and-play, versatile guy with a lot of experience. This guy's good. Another guy that's taken some transfer visits, North Dakota State redshirt senior linebacker Jabril Cox is going to visit LSU later this month. 6'2", 233. He ended the transfer port at the beginning of the March of March, logged ninety two tackles, five and a half sacks, an interception, six passes defended, five quarterback hurries, and he's a really good player. A really good, versatile player that's smart, a lot of experience, can play three downs, um, good looking player that could help LSU in a need spot at linebacker. Um two lanes red shirt senior running back Corey Dolphin. Has been granted a six-year of eligibility. Dolphin is six foot, 194. Led the Green Wave uh, in 19 with 575 yards, eight yards a carry, seven touchdowns. Um, he's not going to have to compete with uh, Darius Bradwell, who's moving on. So 2020 has potential to be Dolphins' most productive year. He ran for 785 and 18 with 6.3 yards a carry, and again seven touchdowns. He's got really good, really underrated explosiveness. Um, even though he's not real big, um, I they do a really good job. Willie Fritz does getting those guys in space. Some coaching news around the SEC and the region. Kentucky is going to hire Oregon wide receiver coach Javon Booknight after Booknight in Oregon parted ways the end of last this past week, this weekend. That's really the end of the last week. Uh, he's going to end up at Kentucky. We'll see. He is. Um, he spent a decade on the staff at Utah State. Good coach. Um, so just a lot of times personality issues and conflicts are uh, a part of things that uh, take place, and this is one of those that was headed towards a departure from Oregon. So it was a case of mutually parting Oregon and uh, was a free agent and uh, is hooked up it appears, at Kentucky. Louisiana Lafayette has promoted uh, safeties coach Patrick Tony to defensive coordinator. Tony joined uh, ULL staff in 18 and served as the safeties coach for two seasons. He'll continue to coach the safeties in 20. He's taken on the defensive coordinator responsibilities. Um, since getting into coaching in 2012, he's only been a defensive back coach. It's a good step for him. It's pretty normal, though. People will normally you're going to either coach the front D-line or linebackers or coach the secondary, and when you make that move to the next level, uh, you don't necessarily have to coach all positions to do that. Ole Miss has hired former South Carolina director of player personnel Matt Lindsay to serve as the quote-unquote general manager for the Ole Miss program. It's a title-driven um, front offices now. Lindsay's well-thought-of personnel guy. He served with the Eagles 
uh, college scouting coordinator in 2014. Um, and he worked uh, before going to South Carolina. And uh, we told you that Mike Stoops was likely headed to work with his brother Mark, and it's not the case. He's decided to stay on at Alabama instead of joining uh, Kentucky's coaching staff. So um, he likes what he's doing at Alabama, um, thinking that trying to learn a little bit more at Alabama is the way he wants to go. So uh, we'll see um, what what goes on there with Mike and his future. So he definitely needed to get a, a different perspective on the game and he's getting it under Nick Saban. Some recruiting news, uncommitted five-star quarterback in the 2021 class, Caleb Williams. Um, he took a official visit to Oklahoma this past week, 6-1-200, and actually visited like Wednesday through Saturday. <clears throat> Checked in with the Sooners. Um, Oklahoma and LSU are going to see – again, Oklahoma's got the visit. LSU's going to get – an official visit uh, from the Washington, D.C. native sometimes this spring. Um, we'll see if Maryland can get in it. Um, he's one of the top five players uh, in the 2021 class, probably the best, one of the best quarterbacks, certainly, in this 2021 class. And then uncommitted four-star 2021 defensive tackle, Victory Vaki plans on taking an official visit to Florida, along with Oregon and Michigan, Six three three oh five. He's gonna um, head out on his trips to Eugene and Gainesville in April and Auburn in June. Um, he's from Westlake Vidget, Cal- uh, Village, California. Um, also considering Florida State, Utah, LSU, the top one hundred fifty player in the twenty twenty one class. Um, I know Florida's had some problems with getting kids in California to stay. But you still got to increase your footprint. Florida received a verbal from three-star tight end Nick um, Elinkus, 6'6", 220. Uh, I like this kid. think he's a little underrated. He's committed to Penn State from late July to 19. He backed off that pledge. Florida um, is really off to a good recruiting start. The quickest, fastest start under Mullen. See if they can finish well. Uh, it's a 14 commitment in the 2021 class. Uh, that's the most of any major program in college football at this juncture. It's not about a quantity at this point. It's quality. This kid's a good kid. I know he's rated a three-star. He's really a four-star. He looks better than a lot of four-stars that I've seen. Georgia got a verbal from three-star defensive end Marlon Dean. Again, underrated-looking player to me, 6'6", he, uh, you know, Penn State and Tennessee were in the running. Uh, it's a top 30 prospect in the state of Georgia, a really good kid for them. Notre Dame uh, is kind of backed off, it appears, and maybe mutually uh, the same with their verbal with the outstanding-looking guard, Greg Crippen, 6'4", 285. He has been committed to Notre Dame since last spring. Uh, it's from Bradenton, Florida. USC, Michigan, Alabama, and Ohio State are among his offers. Top 150 player in the 2021 class, no doubt. But uh, he's open, and we'll see if Alabama um, can make some inroads again with Ohio State, Michigan, USC also in the mix. And I don't know that <clears throat> that Notre Dame is still in it. It looks like one of those cases where 
Notre Dame, for whatever reason, is moving off. Sometimes getting the right information as to why is always intriguing, but um, well, that's the way it stands right now. North Carolina got a big verbal from one of Alabama's former commitments. See, 2021 quarterback Drake May say Alabama pledged 6'4", 195, and initially committed to Alabama last July. Uh, UN uh, North Carolina just kept fighting and fighting and fighting it, getting them. The switch from Alabama to North Carolina makes a lot of sense. It's, you know, you got Bryce Young going, and, and they were able to kind of negatively recruit that. Look, you got Bryce Young going there. Um, this gives you Sam Howell's going to be going into his third year. You got a great opportunity. It's your top 50 player in the 2021 class, uh, his older brother, uh, Luke May, played basketball at North Carolina. So, look, they, they were able to convince him that here's the opportunity to come in, play, whereas at Alabama you're, you're likely sitting with a, a logjam of guys. Uh, uncommitted four-star guard Owen Prentice has got uh, mostly Pac-12 schools that are recruiting, but LSU's in the mix too. Oklahoma's in the mix. Um, so he's committing uh, or is looking at some schools um, outside the region. He's from Seattle. Um, but he's, you know, he's a top 250 player overall in the class. And then finally, four-star receiver C.J. Williams in the 2022 class is taking unofficial visits to a whole bunch of programs. Good-looking kid. I know A&M and Alabama are two of the ten Schools, uh, two of the ten uh, schools he's got on his list that are from the SEC. Texas, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, and Stanford are his others at this point. 6'2", 175 pounds, still growing, still filling out from Santa Ana, California. Um, he's one of the top 50 players in the 2022 class. Some uh, miscellaneous news I want to get to. Um out at LSU's practice this weekend. They started on Saturday. LSU senior defensive lineman Neil, Neil Farrell is being limited to the start of the practice with some injury issues. He's <clears throat> 6'4", 298. He's likely to get back into things um, about two weeks into spring practice. His senior lineman being the conversation for a starting role. They can get healthy, continue to develop. The freshman corner, Elias Ricks, had a shoulder. is going to be limited as well. Start of spring practice, 6'3", 186. Re- repaired a tour in labrum in this winter. Five-star recruit um, signed in December. Uh, so getting him healthy is uh, certainly paramount. Um, <clears throat> Miles Brennan uh, took the first team reps at quarterback as expected. People have asked me about him. The kid starting to fill out. He was very slender, very real thin. He's a tall kid. He's 6'3", change, closer to 6'4". He's got a whippy arm. I mean, he's that's the only thing he does as good or better than Joe Burrow is the arm. The other stuff is going to be a work in progress. There's no question about it. Uh, but he's only worked in mop-up duty. Didn't get a lot of playing time last year. It was magical year, obviously, for that LSU offense and Joe Burrow. <clears throat> so it's his time, and we'll see whether he can – take the bull by the horns and see how things develop in a number two role, see who can challenge him and be in a position if they need to go to a number two guy due to injury or what have you. Um, a guy that I want you to keep an eye out for, the name out for, is Malik Hornsby at Arkansas, the true freshman quarterback 
I think it helped that team pretty early. He's a four-star kid. Uh, Felipe Franks is likely going to get the starting job. But the offensive line is a mess for Arkansas. Hornsby's a dual-threat guy. Uh, Felipe Franks is going to make a ton of mistakes. And don't be surprised if this guy gets in and plays and plays pretty well. Um, over at Missouri, Daniel Parker, the tight end, has been ruled out indefinitely for spring. He's got an eye infection, so uh, there's no timetable for him to return. But obviously he's replacing Albert O. Um, you got Brandon Scales and Nico Hea and Messiah Swinson and Logan Christopson. They're going to also be you know, working out um, – at that tight end position for them. So um, we'll keep you up to date on how whether he comes back and can help a little bit and develop a little bit in spring practice. Um, also at LSU, uh, wanted to uh, uh, bring this out to the redshirt sophomore tight end. Dari Rosenthal has taken a leave of absence for the program, not participate in the spring. He's 6'7", 314 attending to a personal matter, um, expected to come back for the start of, you know, the, the spring, the fall practice. He's a redshirt sophomore. Um, he is certainly got a chance to compete at left tackle with Cameron Wary and Thomas Perry. Um, started three games at left tackle last year. So, obviously getting him back is important. Nothing ominous here, sinister here. Just something he's got to take care of, and and uh, we uh, want to wish him well on that. And um, but it's always ideal when you can have guys like that competing in spring practice. He is not. All right, folks. Uh, want to remind you again, we're going to be back tomorrow. You know the drill by now. Yes, uh, as things take place, as news filters. We're not strictly. We may do SEC today, ACC on Tuesday, Big Ten on Wednesday. Big 12 on Thursday, and Pac-12 on Friday. And we've kind of focused, if you've noticed, most of last week kind of doing mostly conference stuff because there hasn't been anything that's just just jumped out and said, boy, this is you got to talk about this at the top of the show. And that's how we kind of do it. I mean, if there's something that is worthy of talking about that's real interesting that just supersedes – the conference recap of the week, then we're going to get to it at the top. That's why we do a daily show and say, here's what's going on. Here's the latest. And it may be this time of year. It's a big recruiting information. Maybe, you know, a draft nugget that, that is significant. But the draft information is just an ongoing process. Um, but something along those lines, certainly a coaching move or certainly something on a big end, we'll get to that at the top. So make sure that you join us every day, at least at the top of the show. If you're not a fan of the conference that happens to be on the docket that day, listen to the show at the top at least because you're going to be missing something potentially that we're covering that you may miss altogether because we addressed it at the top of the Big Ten show, Big 12 show, and it was SEC-related. So make sure you check that out. Tomorrow it is ACC football and beyond. We'll be recapping the week that was in the ACC, all the news, recruiting, transfer portal, more draft information, uh, spring practice information. Um, Got some interesting guys that I think are going to be potentially early impacts in the freshman class in the ACC. So all of that plus a lot more as we talk ACC football and beyond. And, again, 
maybe some non-ACC stuff. So you want to check it out. Sign up if you've not signed up to get this podcast or our pro football podcast. Make sure that you sign up on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast and sign up for it. That way it will go directly to your phone. You'll have it. Make sure that you switch over to listen to the pro football podcasts. Folks, the news and notes with free agency is getting dicier and dicier and interesting and more interesting by the day. So make sure that you check that out as well as there's a lot of college football bleed over into the pro football show this time of year with the whole draft process. So make sure that you check that out. Also check out the great folks at 401k Generation. They are licensed in all 50 states. They're here to help you on all money management investment inquiries. Uh, so if you just want to speak to someone to see if you're on your track to your financial goals, Eddie Rojas and his team at 401k Generation is who you need to reach out to today because they're licensed in all 50 states. They can help make sure that you're on the right track, answer any questions you might have. In this volatile environment or a normal environment, they can help you understand it better so that you can make the right decisions for you and your family. So give them a call, give them a text today at 1-866-998-5879. And it matters not where you're listening to this in the continental United States. They are licensed in all 50 states. 1-866-998-5879. Make sure that you check us out on LandryFootball.com because all the detailed information on free agency, all our free agent boards are out there. We're getting ready to break down team by team the strategy going into free agency, and obviously we're going to be getting the draft boards and draft scouting reports up as well. Free agent scouting reports, free agent boards, we got everything going uh, from soup to nuts on football, the college and NFL level. So check it out today. We'll talk to you tomorrow on ACC Football and Beyond, and make sure you check us out on the Pro Football Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.